0: Welcome to the Music Challenge podcast. We're welcome to episode two, which was "Guilty Pleasures." I'd like to welcome Jed. What's up, guys? What's up, and Rob? Hey, guys! What's up? How you doing? And the second installment of Kevin. Kevin's with us tonight, just like he was in episode one. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. him with so, Bob.
1: Bob I was visiting. <laughs>
2: Right, Kevin. And uh, Bob. We
0: need to explain that actually is that uh, Kevin has a life size cutout of Bob Ross behind him. If you don't know who Bob Ross was, he was the famed quick painter from the eighties. Amazing on PBS, like he and he had and he had a painted whole damn thing in half an hour.
2: Beautiful, beautiful, Puffy of hair. head of insanely curly hair. It was
0: gorgeous.
3: Puffy clouds.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's and we're going to put like a little tree eyes. right here A happy
3: tree. little tree it's got
0: A little tree so, so we'll throw shaker. it out for Bob Ross Why don't we throw it out to our other uh, You know Shout outs to Did uh, Kevin
1: actually say hi? Kevin should say hi Hi
0: everybody, <laughs> There's hi, everybody. Kevin. hi everybody Hi everybody <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Dr. Nick So um, but go ahead. uh Kevin say hi
3: Hi everybody
0: nice uh, let me say hi. hi ladies out there in ladyland uh, in any case um, so if you want to get out. inside of our social imaging or our social uh, media uh, go to facebook.com slash music challenge pod that's right just search music challenge pod on facebook and you will hit our page like it uh You can join the group. I've made it so everyone can gang rest the group. So get on on in there because I do special posts in the group that I don't do on the uh, regular page. And, you know, you get to hear all about it. So um, it's fun. It's fun, dude. I'm I'm having a good time. I got a few people who are loving uh, uh, participating. So you guys know who you are. So uh, thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good time. It's been a good time. We're starting to put more news and just random stuff up there. Uh you know, I mean, as I have time. So or Your as comment, I hear shit. keep sending questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah shout I, out was, to Jeremy yeah. with
1: his uh his formative, his formative yeah. one.
0: <laughs> Did you know that Jeremy was like one of my oldest, closest friends? No,
1: I had no clue. I was just responding awesome. to a response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: He's uh you would believe how we're connected but yeah uh we hung out college and beyond for probably 10 years or something like
2: that so thanks jeremy yeah yeah. it was awesome so uh
0: um yeah we appreciate it uh hey rob you got a shout out to someone
2: yeah i just wanted to say um since we recorded last great american songwriter um passed away um and Justin Towns Earl, um, and I just wanted to, it's a crazy story. I worked way back when at a bar called Chubas. as a music club in the city, and Steve Earl played there, I think, in a, for some reason, I think it was after he had his father from prison. Correct, his father. And at that point in time, I'm pretty damn sure JTE, Justin Towns Earl, was in the band and I pro- he probably walked past me and I didn't even know it. But little did I know I was gonna love his music. Um hmm. But anyways, so Steve Earl's wanted- son died.
0: Correct. Uh, his,
2: his his it was Justin Towns was named after Towns Van Zandt. His Steve Earl was his dad, and he just passed away, and it's sad and we'll miss him. So check, check out check out music. his tiny
1: studio. It's great. Th-
2: th- and 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 Harlem River Blues for Christ's sakes that. Just go listen to that record. It's
1: amazing.
0: All right, all right. Jed, a shout out. Oh yeah,
1: I had a quick shout out for uh for Toots Hibbert. He's got the COVID, uh, and he's in the uh, ICU, and it's a real bummer. The it's Rona. Real, it, the Rona. You um, you've got
2: it, this, Toots. You've got this. Yeah, toots. hopefully I
1: you saw I saw him not too long ago, like maybe you know, winter before you know the, the thing hit. Um. And it was awesome. We were like, unbelievable. We were, uh, yeah, in the balcony at uh, what's it? What's the tiny little one? I already forgot because it's going to be closed by the end of. Oh, it's the
2: the Congress. Oh no, you're talking about Congress um,
0: is a dump. Yeah,
2: it is. Well,
1: it's dude, they're fighting.
2: <laughs> it's it so it's right uh, yeah. they're Well, fighting no, that's
0: for. over. That's uh, over. It's been is, taken it's over. Done. Oh, it yeah. has.
1: but anyway, um, have him but in but your thoughts. No, but
0: there's no axe, so
1: um hopefully, yes, hopefully toots your thoughts. And uh, you know, there are a lot of people that we can do that for. But yeah, he's the one that popped up yesterday on my jam base. It's uh, and it was Thalia Hall that you're Hall. Thank you. One of the greatest like tiny little venues around. That's a Amazing. great tiny venue.
0: Uh I'm gonna throw it out for Tom Sieber, lifetime ERA of two point eight four. Yeah. Uh died of a mixture of uh dementia and the COVID. And uh uh he was one of the greatest pitchers of all time, one of the classiest acts. Absolutely. And uh uh you know just just want to throw that out there so so these are hard times and we know that people and we want to uh we want to take your take your mind off of it so um you know we're we're still in this whole damn thing what's that rob i
2: said message us your tributes too
0: yeah uh, please let us know and uh, but we're going to get on the show here. Uh, Rob, explain what we're doing real quick. I I, I mentioned it real quick, but uh...
2: so so what we're doing today is um, guilty pleasures, as Drew had mentioned earlier. And these are are bands that that you're really fond of, you dig, but some people might frown upon it some groups of friends might frown upon it whatever it's you know super cheesy or however it is that you like it but it's a guilty pleasure and you're not advertising the fact that you love this
0: exactly that's the point it's something you listen to by yourself and with no one else absolutely right 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 so we've all lined up our guilty pleasures (laughs) and uh it's going to be a You know, rip-roaring good time here. So um, we're going to go with uh, Rob first. And uh, Rob, tell us what your guilty pleasure is. So
2: my guilty pleasure is a um, Southern California punk band called Blink-182. And don't, don't fool me or any of us in saying that this isn't one of your guilty pleasures, too, because I know some of you out there love them. Um, and maybe it's advertise true. it. Maybe, maybe you're 30, and in that it's okay for you to take it, but I'm 46. Anyways, um, so Blink-182 is my guilty pleasure. Um, and just in a wrap, to me, it's fun. It's, like, tight. I love the guitar tone. And Travis Barker is an absolute monster and holds the whole thing together. If it wasn't I for agree. him, I'm I agree serious, with that. he's the drummer. the drummer. He's the drummer, and he's a freaking animal. Better um,
0: punk band, so to speak. Ab-
2: absolutely. So, like I said, he's the glue for the whole situation and he didn't join the band until their breakout enema of the state and the cover will tell you the whole story i mean it's like an unbelievable nurse pulling a rubber glove onto her hand um and it i mean that kind of sums the whole thing up it's like slapstick socal punk translate that for me <laughs> oh boy, it's slapstick Socal punk,
1: and it's just great. I love it. I mean, it, in it's the very, same, it's, thing, it's way more lighthearted than a lot of. It's it's a lighthearted, a more lighthearted absolutely. take than a
0: lot of bands of the, of the. I mean, it's genre, G- potty humor. Right. Yeah, and, it's and a lot, and a lot be, of potty humor,
1: which I loved. To, I bought Enemas of the State, and I had listened to it's a to great them. goddamn record. I had listened to. Cheshire Cat too, which I think was the, oh, that's was good. The it's first good one because um, that was like what my one real, of the early ones that was I in my like punk zone, that like mid high school um, thing. And then I like Enema of the State came out, and I was nineteen, I think. And like, yeah, it was fun. Like I'm like dicking around with my buddies, and like right. driving around in jeeps and shit, and it was like exactly. the perfect exactly. music to be listening exactly. to. Exactly.
2: So I mean, it
0: this was- went hand in hand with Green Day, I would assume. Absolutely. And they, okay. I mean, the cool thing yes. is is that... Because I was after, on the Grateful Dead train at this point. Just after. So. Oh, yeah. Right,
2: right. I mean, Enema of the State came out in what, nine, 99 or 2000? Yeah, I think 99. So Blink-182 came, like, up very organically. And I don't know if a ton of people know this. and Maybe they do. But they were included in a group of Southern California and Hawaiian and actually a Midwestern dude, um, surfers. They were called, they referred to them as the momentum generation. This is like Kelly Slater, Rob Machado, Kalani Rob. And they all live together in a house in the North shore of Oahu and surfed. That's all that they did. One of their moms bought this house and there was like 12 badass pro surfers that lived there and like up and coming and just took over the pro surfing tour. But they got popular in exposure and sponsors by making these surf videos. And the songs that they would put in those surf videos were Blink 182. No way yes because they knew them right and they were like an up-and-coming band and they're like dude we'll throw them in our surf videos
3: well it blew up kevin
0: what do you got to say about it
3: i miss these guys the first time around i i really didn't have uh I, you know 1999 i was probably more into fish you know that sort of stuff and so these things when i i, I heard them for the first time and um i think what was their most popular song uh all the
2: all yeah the small thing so
3: get this I find out um, a buddy of mine on Facebook um that I went to his wedding I've known him for that long this is like over 20 years ago he now plays in a blink 182 cover band called oh my God great trash, trash alien look him up on YouTube yeah Adam what are they uh, called great trash alien. Uh, no yeah. way! Um, his name is wow. Adam Spitzer.
0: So I was. Great trash alien. Check him out on Facebook business the, pages, d-
2: and that and that'll bring us right around to aliens do exist by Blink One Eighty Two. I think that's what the tune's called. But you'll know which one. It's an alien tune um, mm. on Anthem of the State, which is amazing. Amazing.
3: And so tune. these were great pop songs. Like they were catchy. I like. I get why they were popular, and I get why you could get caught at a stoplight. Screen. Riding
0: in your so, buddy's car, you know.
3: Yeah, I get it. Holy Especially God. like, certainly as a teenager during this time, and even a twenty-something, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it your brain gets wired during that time, and it just sticks. It's These are catchy, catchy. as yeah, hell. Catchy, and like you said,
2: I mean, it is. It's the epitome of like pop music, maybe in punk form or loose punk form. But in the cool thing about them is. They touch on all the people The punk and the hardcore And the metal and even the new wave That I grew up on And they I mean of course they did too And they tease all that stuff In there you don't you I mean don't You, you guys have to hear that I, Yeah
3: the music I can is, pick, I mean I pick Up the, on a lot the of punk
0: them. and the new wave And the I'm sorry run over that again Because of course you hear It depends It all comes you relate. from the same relate that, to that, punk, But yeah it, it's West somewhere Coast. there Punk thing is like
1: the absolutely.
0: core, you know. That's the core of it, and that's where yeah, like absolutely. I guess which was West Coast punk thing. I mean, what kind of origin are we so, talking so about? I think we're right, talking about
1: the there. I think there's a division in.
0: I mean, we're not talking about the tenancies. No, I mean, no, no, no. no. And, but I think
1: we're talking right. about like the offspring, and there's a. I mean, there's exactly. a there's a time there's a pennywise in, in that era. Pennywise
2: yeah. in pennywise is pretty I mean, good. I mean,
1: yeah. yeah, I think I mean, and, yeah, branches yeah. Off, and yeah. that branches off to like no doubt and like all these other like exactly there, and even into sublime. But Green Day is not a... and sublime and, no Green Day is. A I mean, I'm
0: asking about track. SoCal punk, really. Yeah, I mean that we'll that have... that variety of SoCal punk. Now Green Day is from Chicago, am I correct? Or... I'm no, saying they're that they're
1: they're I think at the core it's a pretty standard punk band. Like I think they're they're using their pop punk band. Pop punk band, yeah, they're pop punk, right? It's right. not hardcore, Absolutely. you know. It's not no. like they're no, they're,
3: they're pop they're, songs. They're
1: elevating. They're elevating yeah, into a pop to sell album. albums. Yeah, yeah and oh, it's right. so and, it, and there's something to be said about being a pop a, a pop act that's just instead of being Lady Gaga, they're or right. you know Taylor Swift, they're a punk band, which I kind of like. I mean, it, it sold them 50 million albums. Oh, yeah right good yeah (laughs) and i mean travis barker got some insane exposure
2: people that guy's playing everywhere like i mean in the studio for people he's just i don't know it's it's fun music plus it's a three-piece it's balls to the wall it's you know and like i said they came up in that organic way through surf videos can you imagine 12 pro surfers blink 182 in southern california together like they showed i watched this this documentary about it's called the momentum generation it's amazing on hbo unbelievable Um, about those pro surfers, but they show them all at a blink one eighty-two concert in Southern California, and there's just wimp. Can you imagine that? Like 20
1: unbelievable dudes being Kelly Slater at a punk show. Exactly. I bet they did pretty well. (laughs) I'm thinking, thinking, but it is exact it is awesome that you connected with the with the videos because I can think of at least three other acts that I met through watching through like action videos.
0: video through skate videos beastie boys. through Shadrack, exactly. wasn't it yeah,
1: yeah. And, and there I was a, I was a big but that's an old 60s I was a big downhill skier back in the day too so I watched and ski those, videos exactly. and there was a ton of beastie boys music. and funk junkies which is like I mean I should have done that dumb band like it's a guilty pleasure because they're hilarious and terrible but uh right but in that's the given awesome. the right the right <laughs> circumstance it was perfect but yeah, I had thought about those videos because I've connected with so many of these kinds of bands through those videos. And it, like, Absolutely. It
2: uh, given, given Better Off Dead. Exposure.
0: That was a big ski movie, right? Was. Yeah, love love ski that was. The big ski off movie. at the yeah. end. One yeah. lane mile. All, All, right. Right, All right, everyone. This is like Kenny getting killed in every episode. It's a Better uh, Off Dead reference every episode. Right. Pretty cool, right? So, so uh What do you
2: and you guys have anything else to add about Blink 182? My guilty pleasure.
0: Well, I gotta say, it's pretty guilty because, uh, (laughs) because, and I'm gonna rate you know, the thing about guilty pleasures tonight, tonight is we have to judge how awful the band actually is because that'll rank your guiltiness. And Drew will your, your judge your guilt. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, i have I'm such a, with you. I know I have such a uh, uh, reputation. I guess you would say, no, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to judge until we're all done. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that would be unfair. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I listen to some Blink 182, and I'm also a deep punk guy too. And I'm not he saying is. that totally eliminates. You know. That space for me, except that space doesn't exist for me. So you know, it kind of you know skips off the surface for me. So
2: it's a blind. It's so it's also a blind spot for. Yeah, sure. It's
0: absolutely a blind spot. Um, however, it would take uh, hell and high water to get me to listen to a lot of it because <laughs> I got to admit, it sounded somewhat similar from song to song. Go, and go! As, as a musician, I know the simplicity of the songs that they're playing.
2: Totally, but listen to the drums on *Dysentery, Gary*. Just the fact that it's Just a Terry it Gary, man. I listened to that
0: song fucking ten times.
2: <laughs> right on.
0: No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Think so. no, I lined up all the potty songs and listened to them. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I guess I, I didn't I get to
2: trash them. I thought you were waiting for the end for the judgment.
0: Hey, well, this Dad, is the assessment. Stop. Yep is god just on, stop that just stop. yeah really <laughs> Damn. all right all right all right give him a right. go
1: hey if you don't know anything about it, if you don't know anything about them if you don't have a you know preconceived notion about it like go for a run go for a bike ride go for a drive and put it on put on anima exactly and skip through it you know like you're not going to skip I think through I I have I have found it. while trying to figure out you know these these kinds of gems is uh that you have to skip a lot <laughs> to find the stuff yeah. that you like in yeah you're right <laughs> Those guilty pleasures like they're not all they're not all pleasures you know you got it. right <laughs> It's the right. point
0: it's the point i right. mean you know the point is you know like can you see why that would be a guilty pleasure it, yeah, you know and for rob yes i can totally see why this is rob's so totally. not really only guilty pleasure but just one of his pleasures
2: trust me it's well, not that i just I thought that's of kind another of the one crux
1: of the problem right there I the little, the little River Band,
2: another oh,
1: guilty oh, <laughs> little River Band.
3: you heard about the lonely loser there you
0: go that song go.
3: was on a single that we got at a burger king um with maybe <laughs> like a triangle it was like you know it was like for a yeah, square those, yes, yes i remember those, those things days. yes like order a double cheeseburger exactly. and we'll give you a single for lonely in music. that song it was like that and maybe three other ones you know it
0: sucked um but that's the point. No, no they now were he's
2: tearing into liver, Little River Band. I'm and tearing and in into Little river.
3: Seals it's and awesome. Crofts.
0: I mean, that's the whole idea of this episode. Is when I say it sucks, I mean it's awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> when I say not, it's awesome. I mean it sucks. So you know what's coming up next? Uh,
2: little River Band is awesome.
0: Yeah, it sucks. I mean, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I totally agree uh so in any case uh all right why don't we move on from uh blink 311 <laughs> where are we
2: where are we going from so, here yeah where are we going from blink 182 whose guilty pleasure is next
0: all right i'll step up i'll step here he up. comes i'll step up babe ruth is that we're talking about uh in any case um so my guilty pleasure is gary newman and uh uh most of you will actually know the single a single that gary newman is known for because it is a cult favorite so why don't i go ahead and play cars right now so we can just get it out of the way We just listened to Cars now that you've heard it. Uh we all know who we're talking about. I think most recently it was made popular on Family Guy when Stewie was sitting in a in a car after getting rebuffed by some actual human woman. And uh uh whatever. So um so Gary Newman is is one of my favorites. And I've always thought that he had I don't know, the song Cars actually uh it was a little early for me. Uh, however, uh, like on MTV, they would keep playing this video, which was basically him sitting at a desk with this, I don't know, tell me if you remember this at all. He had these really heavy eyebrows and really dark hair swept back. And that was kind of his persona. Uh, I don't.
2: I don't. And I watched me a lot of it's MTV. It really early
0: MTV. Day. And there, his persona was kind of called the Lonely Android. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: He looks a little I'm looking at a like, picture of him right now and he looks a little bit like a robot.
3: Like uh Right
0: a little
1: exactly a
3: little uh like not quite Bowie, but Okay, Bowie's yeah, one of his influences a, that, in my really opinion.
1: Compar- you know, a good
0: Yeah. Bowie's mm-hmm. one of his influences. I will tell you right now, he has Asperger's. Okay. Uh, he that is makes- a little detached from society. Uh In the sense that he does not respond to social cues in the same way, Kevin would know sure. much more about this than I would.
2: Dude, that sounds so similar to what I imagine, and we discussed this. Kurt Vile would be, but anyways, back to Gary Newman.
3: Well, right, I that that explains a lot. Actually, it does, explain. About yeah, it does explain the impressions a lot. It does that, that I took from listening to that album i get it like i okay that makes perfect sense to me now i i really do
0: get that so it, so it actually kind of puts him in the light of a pretty good writer in the fact that he's kind of reflecting that world and like and, and so many of his songs are kind of about not relating to what everyone considers conventional wisdom sure like you know like kind of rejecting just like not not like big theories but like rejecting individual types of people who think they're so damn cool and just you know it's like i don't see where your power is coming from right. um uh so you know another oh jesus another uh thing about him is uh uh so he was amongst the first to uh, uh, hook up his uh, keyboards through a uh, uh, through guitar pedal, through oh, guitar pedals,
1: yeah.
0: which, you that know, of course, of gave him a crazy dynamic range of sound, which, you know, like, you know, of course, with guitar pedals, you have an actual pedal that can swing the noise around. You can line them up so you have multiple pedals in a row. And, you know, he had certain ones he liked. You know, he had the synthesizer sound, which was like kind of the sine wave thing, that kind of light and airy thing. But then he would run that through pedals also. Now, the thing about his band that I fucking love is that he has a bass player who is heavy, who is fucking good, like plays a Fender Jazz, fucking talented, uh, who is actually his uncle and uh, kept kind of a jazz drummer too. So it still has this real sound to it because it's got this drive of a drummer and a bass player who are really getting down. They're not like backing them up like a pussy, like, oh, pardon me. Uh, They're not backing them up, you know, Like like a wussy uh i mean you know they're really driving some of these hip tunes quite a bit and when i asked you you know i said if you guys were interested in listening to anything you know maybe listen to the pleasure principle and i'm pretty sure that I probably didn't uh go too deep but uh i listened uh, to it yeah
3: i listened to yeah, it. it made all the uh, sense
1: in the world that you would be the, the he would be, I mean, I, again, I'm not sure how guilty it is because it's, you know, like he was a total blind spot for me, other than cars. Like, if, if you had asked me, totally like, right. Who was the only thing I knew about Gary Newman was that uh, my wife worked at the Oak Park Public Library. And, okay. and a guy, this guy Ben, was this this tall guy, and he like straight up still rocked the like early 90s, like tight rolled pants. Nice. And up to, like a big pompadour. Heck yeah. And he had, on his on, awesome. on, the, on his inner arm, he had had a Gary Newman signed it, and he took it to what a tattoo and he had a tattoo. Had a tattoo. Crazy.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> so, so here, I mean, here's I get why
1: there's a. I mean, there must be a cult. Following for this guy because it's, it's a huge sure. called following. I mean, it's it, it, just, be, he still
0: tours, yeah. He's and
1: I couldn't believe touring. that he was still around. I was like, I would do
0: because he's, he's of... re innovating himself throughout. And the thing is, I haven't even gotten really to the best part about Gary Newman because he plugged his keyboards into guitar pedals and was able to sway his sound in so much in such a way, he has the moniker the godfather of industrial music. Nice. So yep. you
2: think you think old boy was an influence on Mister? Let me Jordan. tell
0: you. Let me tell you. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You who? think
2: you think do you think Gary Newman was an influence on Mister Jorgensen? Then is absolutely,
0: absolutely. Okay. A love affair almost between ministry and and uh, Gary Newman, and actually one love affair that has been documented is him and uh, Trent Reznor fucking mutual fan club right mutual those are those are
2: two of the two of the best industrial artists that i can think of probably right in my mind and if yeah i mean i respect the ever living crap
0: out of trent Reznor and al jorgensen to be honest with you oh man i grew up with al jorgensen so i mean oh yeah uh or ministry you know and the thing is like you know where ministry went, So did, so did Gary Newman. I mean, Gary Newman was kind of still at the. I mean, not Twitch. I mean, Twitch is something of itself, but like when they hit the uh, old, uh, like a mine is a terrible thing to taste. Ministry, right? Like Gary Newman was right there, and also you know Gary Newman like drew from Bowie. I also think he drew from Genesis and Tony Banks. Oh, like you're talking because about of the like giant early- harmonies early 70s genesis Genesis. yeah like the giant harmonies this guy layers up harmonies like you wouldn't believe his harmonies are in harmony with his harmonies (laughs) i mean he obviously plays with both hands which is a big step up from a lot of dudes so so what you're saying is he's got harmonies it's got some harmony, man. Uh, so like I really felt that Tony Banks, I mean, Tony Banks was the keyword player of Genesis, who's basically engineered their sound. Sure. Um, I also hear uh, some prints in there, Um, 'cause because it's it's really kind of got that uh, central, oh. but driving, yep. Driving type thing, uh, of course. Ministry. I wrote down ministry, and here right. we go. Orchestral maneuvers in the dark. Oh, good call, dude. Yeah, yeah. OMD, OMD which I am is somewhat of a guilty pleasure of mine.
2: Absolute. That's no guilty pleasure. That's like yeah. saying that Echo and the Bunnyman is a guilty pleasure.
0: Right. I love that. And man. then, of course, you have to throw in a flock of seagulls.
2: Hell yeah.
0: Which you know was again kind of another quote unquote one hit wonder here however in uk you know there was a whole different you know uk people like great music but right. sometimes it's a little peculiar to us
2: absolutely but luckily
0: okay. we have no downloads in the uk so we're not really too worried about it <laughs> uh, we, but we? we do have a lot of downloads in ireland and we are very worried about that and france we love you guys
3: can, can we
2: ta- can we can we thank toss you. out? thank
1: you Thanks, Thank guys. If anyone want me to talk? adopt four people who might want right. to
2: leave from, from the United <laughs> yeah. States,
0: of
2: America. four husbands,
0: uh, four um, available husbands.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: We're uh, filming a documentary about us hopping into a skiff and going across the Atlantic <laughs> around
3: November. One of the things that came across when I was listening to this last night. In our house, and I don't know how many of you have (laughs) seen Stranger Things, but we were sitting in the kitchen. Okay. And so if you've ever watched Stranger Things, we watch it with subtitles, right? Um, Sure. And one of the things that throughout season three of the subtitles was the term ominous synth music as things were playing. <laughs> that's, and that's exactly what it exactly. was. Too. That's exactly what I, that, listening to Gary Newman at times, sure. it was ominous synth music. Um, and some right. of it was, um, some of it was very much um, progressions <laughs> and digressions on a theme um right. musically but i can see
0: the, harmonically layered right and
3: um yeah progr- like moving either way on that but they were i could see the genius um in it and but the oh, ominous nice. the ominous synth music was like it was like jen just kind of uttered sure. it in the kitchen <laughs> while awesome. we were cleaning <laughs> she's like oh ominous synth music Yeah. Um, Let's, sure, let's start. I mean, let's, consider let's the time it came out right.
0: and consider everything well, that came behind it. Well, and that's it. the thing
3: Absolutely. is that you have to, mode, to appreciate uh, how difficult the technology was not only to come by back then, but then to manipulate oh, in the way that he how, did to produce those wise. sounds.
0: Like a synthesizer yeah. was not just a keyboard. I mean, it was like a weird-ass algorithmic machine that you had to With manipulate. Think Bob O'Reilly. Dials? A lot of dials. Right. God damn it! Dials are pretty evil. Uh, so. Yeah, who touched my dial? Yeah, he took something
3: uh, the step further, right? And he was a pioneer, absolutely. and so in that, he like he gets all the love.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, and the thing and the thing is, um you can listen to cars. He still plays Cars in concert, of course. I mean, if I went to a Gary Newman concert and he did an encore with Cars, I'd fucking take a dump in the front. <laughs> but uh, it, but he does. And it is absolutely savage industrially. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, you know, it is not the same thing. He reinvents himself. And, uh, well, God loves the little dude. I mean, um, I don't know. I happened to do some extra... Re- I didn't do extra research on him at one point. I think I just went down the rabbit hole with him. And then pandora and then you know and it was just whatever so i mean i love listening to that album in the morning i love listening to it at night it pretty much it hits it hits my it hits a sweet spot for me and I can't that's pretty
1: that's pretty sweet
0: so in any case that is uh that's awesome. i'm excited yeah, i'm
1: excited to i mean the the catalog runs deep like i was not able to sure even scratch the surface i feel like so
0: uh i would say i mean i know no one really wants to go back but some of his really edge cutting stuff was two way army which was the the band he had right before he put out his solo album Uh, okay um two way army so uh but you can hear more of his industrial shit the later you go and um but so I don't know, interesting dude. I hope I provoke someone if I can go listen to him. So, hell yeah, um, yeah, out, totally worth. Yeah, and I will anything. tell you that even if you listen to the drums and the bass, the dude it rocks. I mean, like those two are get. I mean, they're putting down a vamp, and uh, oh it's yeah, nice.
1: yeah. That's nice. I think there's I think yeah. there's a lot of exploration there that's worth figuring out.
0: Right on, right on. Sampling. So, well, I tell you what, why don't we take a break here on the Music Challenge podcast and uh. We just explored the uh thrilling tones of Blink Three One One and uh, <laughs> Blink One What is that? Bro. Blink one eighty two and Gary Newman. So uh not Randy Newman. <laughs> so Gary You Newman. got a
2: friend in me.
0: Oh man.
2: I love
0: Anyway, that could be so, a genuine
3: guilty uh, pleasure for I'm sure some of our listeners, well, Robbie mean, Newman. It, right? it
0: would be a legitimate pleasure, I think. I mean, it's just not my. Uh, he's all right. I don't know. Any case,
2: major league. Anyways, so we're gonna take a break, guys. We'll be right back. On. In
0: a right on. Right on. Why don't we go in why don't we go into the break, listening to uh, the conversation, and uh, we'll come out. And we'll uh, talk to you a little bit. Smoke them if you got them. Smoke them deals. if you got them. Bye bye. Right on. Keep on. If you like Hall Notes, hang on. <laughs> bye. <laughs>
1: Remember, everyone, we want you to submit your formative four. Tell us the musical seeds that set you on your path, and we might review one of your albums right here on the air. You can get on our blog at musicchallenge.fireside.fm or email us at musicchallengepod at gmail.com. Also, you can slip into our DMs at musicchallengepod on Instagram.
2: Come as close to four as you can, but if you need more or less, that's all right, too. Remember musicchallengepod at gmail.com and you can hear us discuss one of your albums.
0: challenge podcast uh welcome back kevin
3: thank you it's great to be back it was a hell of a break
0: <laughs> yeah it, it was pretty incredible break you should have been backstage uh jed <laughs> what's what, up guys yeah what's incredible. up incredible
1: just a riotous act in the back you should, in the green you room see the, you
0: should see the buffet yeah yeah
2: yeah yellow and yeah, are, yellow and blue m&m's <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, and, and Peruvian, Michigan, and Peruvian marching powder.
3: Merch sales are good <laughs> though. Mercy. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah it's yeah. gonna, we're gonna have a lot I of. I just cash keep to my macrame. Of <laughs> he, just, he just sits in the
2: corner. Yeah, he knits.
3: Do <laughs> my macrame. macrame.
0: He knits who bite. needs a pot holder? Who needs a, who needs a flower pot holder? He's driving the van um, to the
3: next, uh, to the next dressing room to yeah, break. the dead sled. Yeah.
0: Right. So, in any case, uh, we're getting back to our guilty pleasures here tonight. And uh, we just went through uh, Blink 182 with, with Rob. And also, I presented uh, Gary Newman uh, of Cars fame. Uh, so, next, uh, we just listened to Little L by Jamiroquai. And that is Jed's guilty pleasures. That's mine. Take it, take it away, Jed. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know why I, you know, I
1: struggle with this one because I, I, I have come to a place of a foundational place in my music listening where I don't feel a ton of guilt about anything I listen it, to. So I went through accepting of, I, went through, bear, I went through, a I went through, I went through a, just a, a whole bunch of, of stuff while I was thinking about it. Some was turned down. Some was, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't right for the podcast. Huh. I think, I think are quite, like kind of hits the button because it is a there's a little bit of laughability to it because it was there were a couple like such radio like pop hits for for a while there oh yeah but these guys can fucking jam oh yeah they can do it in such a groovy and funky way oh yeah and it like it made perfect sense that i came back around to this like given what i'd learned like first season just like reflecting on my own musical tastes and where they come from that like why wouldn't I fall in love with like a disco funk band totally. that just like gets all you know, the roots from all the music that I love? Amazing. Like, it made all this it, if I
0: could throw a name out there right now, this is what I got out of it completely Stevie Wonder. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Oh, yeah.
1: And like, I didn't even go there with it, but it makes,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's it, it, you know, talking picture book, all that shit. It, you know, it just, it, you know, it's it, got a vibe, it, man. It is
1: yeah and
0: i you know what's I, that, that rob i'm sorry talking book folks talking boat no talking book talking yeah. book is that the name yes, of the album yes oh there you go okay cool uh talking book so yeah is i uh
1: i jumped in i Jamiroquai has been around uh had like lead band jk uh was it was later like formed in like 92 on like the london scene um and just played like clubs and i think they started probably playing with more people and and then in 96 i would say is probably the main you know like the big time album that, uh what's it called traveling without moving yep um and that was kind of where i where i fell into it and sort of which is i mean amazing. i don't even i'm not even sure i really fell in love with it at that point it was just around and uh and then maybe like came back to it. They were
3: definitely one of those bands on the scene at the time though.
1: Yeah, they were around right? they were around yeah. and, and and out there and like on the radio and stuff. And like I it was, you know, it was like a it was a car jam, you know, it was just Absolutely. like a cruising,
3: a cruising party jam. soundtrack.
1: Yeah, and like that's what I yeah. keep coming back to is like if I came if I walked into a party in and Jamaica in Jamaica was playing it would be, per, you know, like, you know that it's probably... It's not lame. Bouncing. Exactly. Yeah, it's not lame. Right. And orc you know, like, and it has that, you know, like...
0: Actually, it's grooving as fuck. If you walked so into a party groovy. and it was oh, going man. on, it would have, it would oh, yeah. have such a theme to it right yeah, away. Sure. You know, a party would with this going on. Yeah. I mean... You know, I think that's what it's for. It's for the clubs, you yeah. know. Yeah, and
1: I want to the... be at a club when I listen to it, which is like I'm—I'm I'm not a real a club, club with no guy, people. but like, yeah. But I am a dancing guy. Like, I'm the guy that's dancing in the, you know, like in the line at the supermarket, and my wife's for like, sure. "Stop it! Uh, it's stop it!" But like, I'm like, "No, I'm gonna boogie!" Like, I'm gonna, hell yeah, yeah, you're gonna something. boogie! And uh, and so like, yeah, and this is like, that's I think that's what. What, what i love about it is that it's like it is one of those like standing in the <laughs> standing in line at the store and you're like in your head and it doesn't matter what's going on and that you have space a mask, walking all over the you floor. Have a mask on but like yeah you're getting down in the in your little space big time and uh and like you can listen to any like it's like full albums i mean they're, sure. i I said there there are with some of these albums, there's, you know, you kind of have to pick and choose it, but with this album, like I can listen straight through it and there's maybe one or two songs that I don't necessarily want to yeah. listen to. And yeah, like a lot of it sounds the same
0: <laughs> but it's the, cool, the man. Same funk lines, it's cool as but, it,
1: but it's jabby and fun. And, and it's t- yeah, tight. I love it. And then, uh, and then they followed that up with, um, oh, what's it, Is it
2: called? The return of the space cowboy
1: no, a funk odyssey there you that's go. the one i, was I, I was I synchronized is pretty good too, but a funk odyssey is killer um that was in two thousand one, and uh that's what we had where we had little l from which we came in on, and uh that's another one where it's just like. It just keeps thumping and all like, the way through. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's oh, yeah, and it goes back. I mean, it's like the same. It's the same way I feel about if we were playing like listening to Parliament, you know, it just sort of like
0: oh, yeah, that fits great it's, because it's a good comparison. Like it's fifth string of that bass, gra- you know, and, and oh, that's that's a good call. And that's only a step away from Stevie Wonder, right. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's
0: all there, it's yeah, all in that yeah.
1: in that kind of in that zone, and uh, and they're doing it like in a completely. Using that inspiration to create their own music, right. like over and over again, these guys put out a ton of music. So that's where I'm I'm at with right. it. I don't know if it's that guilty, um, mm. because I I don't care. My, my, my like, <laughs> recurring
0: guilt... theme. So so we let go of the recurring theme. My, guil- of, my, you know, my my
1: my guiltiest. I I was gonna. I had thought about a few, but I didn't have like that much to say about them. Uh, was CNC Music Factory? That was like one of the first tapes? Now. And there's like oh, three songs on sweat. it that I know, right? So I'm like, that's not. But Decepted. it's so guilty, yeah. Uh, and then uh, that is a
0: guilty pleasure. I will tell yeah. you that much. And then you know, like it's that sucks. Drew,
1: Drew put a kibosh on like the on like the girl on on like your kids' music, and
0: uh, except I they said you could do Billy Eilish. No, did, he said, said, I I said I could do
1: Billy Right?
0: Because, was, because yeah, yeah,
2: that was Kevin because well. she's a talented. <laughs> Talented woman who writes, girl.
1: but I have in, in the, in yeah, the guilty way do it. I love the uh Miley Cyrus Bangers album. Oh. I think like the whole album is terrific, but again, it's
3: like wishing her good health. like, uh, it's one yeah. of those she uh, got the uh, corona, she she's sick. uh, from what I understood, she just another. uh recovered from surgery, said she's given up smoking. So, oh, wow, yeah, oh. good to her, Yikes. yeah, so yeah. edibles. Yeah. So the the Jamiroquai, it was interesting because I, you know, having kind of like have them been ancillary to some of that jam soundtrack scene and, you know, around the early to mid 90s, sure. they were around, yeah. right? And so right. they were always kind of like, you know, party adjacent. Um, I think I saw them once. I doubt okay. twice if it was twice, it was at a festival Kind of by accident, probably not by intention, but I think I might have seen them once. Um, fun ass band, fun, fun, fun. Like that. And one of the things that it took me to was the band in that scene that kind of came right before them. And Andrew, you will appreciate this. The brand new heavies, remember that? Oh yeah. Absolutely. So do you remember the uh, exit song for Bors and Bernstein, Andrew? That's yeah. yeah of course brand new do. heavies. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah everybody really? have a good time. I had no idea that was yeah, a real bad. Everybody have a good time by the brand new Hughes. Yeah. Um so you. that and then it was funny because like I saw it kind of categorized as acid jazz. Um ara- I uh, good. and then what that actually led me to uh, was low end theory. My the oh. next stuff I listened to right after this was low end theory. Amazing. Right? You Know what? I listened I listen oh, to and Low End theory. theory twice. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I'm uh, talking love about. That in separate album, settings. Right? It was... Like, it's yeah, that's what Jamiro Koi that's where it took Maybe me. Um, that's just where, yeah. It yeah. Call. In the other band I didn't yet get to listen to that I would have probably after Low End Theory would have been Diggable Planets. Oh, dude, they right? were great. Yeah. Right, um, so I, yeah, that period, man, those bands they were really good and they had, yeah like i think the the deal was because that music was acquired on cd a lot of it didn't really last as much for Fell us. Off. even sonic right. i think there's something to listen to music in certain ways and i'm not sure cd's right. did is a good it, format right yeah. or or the tapes uh, in the car i mean cd
0: cd's right. the whole thing about cd's was time limiting and also they were kind of like albums where you could scratch them right. up and all that exactly. kind of shit exactly however I got no problem with the sound quality of a CD. Well, I mean, as long as you put it back in the fucking case, the I'm all right with it.
3: Uh, I think for me, it was every time they took uh, layered up yeah, in the book. Every time, right? Every time you took them out of the house in the 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 foldy book it was the right night of partying the, where there'd be a the, stack of you just one friend goes through them. Who's half you know in the bag and they get scratched or not put in oh, back yeah. in the same way and then right. they're trashed right. and the best ones that get played the most get scratched the most and so it's For sure. it's its own special kind of hell um so in that way a lot of the best stuff uh did, well, we have. yeah. I mean, right. in I think all of us probably in order to hear that music, we collected it right, and probably a Absolute. lot of the listeners were too of going course. through, uh, yeah. you know, saving up all their extra money just to get those to new buy, albums, a, the, right? buy
2: a $15.99 CD, right? Oh,
3: and then, yeah, yeah, just in the idea of having to pay for that again for it an would MP3. Do like, oh. I know
0: now I've got a record store on my yeah. phone,
3: exactly. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: We actually we gate we donated our uh, a little shout out to my sister in law owns Purple Dog Records. Oh, nice. In Naperville, nice. and yes. we like Is your sister in law owns a record store. And An I don't independent record store, this? yeah. Independent record store downtown what? Naperville. They just moved.
2: All so right. Let's dis- All right.
1: Let's discuss our last guilty pleasure.
2: Uh, i agree
3: I love these guys Move yes guys on. I love these guys this was eye-opening it's, um it's Holland oates you know um Daryl hall and John oates they are uh, legendary acts they have so many hits i uh yeah ah, wow every their songs were ubiquitous growing up yeah hits
1: you don't know that they
3: were that right
1: because they, they were was, kind of there before you
0: became aware of it. And then, you know, they hit it big after you were aware of it. And it's just like, they've just been around for, since you can exactly. remember. Exactly. Right.
3: I mean, it's basically, you know, for them, they have been relevant artists now for five decades, right?
2: That's insane. Um, five, yeah.
3: Um, yeah,
2: it'd be five 70s, 80s, 90s. 2000. That's 60s. Actually. Six decades. So they start in the 60s. They start in the that's 60s. That's insanity.
0: So, yeah. I, I mean... I have a good origin story for him. Well, we Ke- can get to
3: that. Ke- Kevin, I, I, I mean, absolute pop song masters? I would say so. I mean, they honed their craft, though. You know, it it, it took a while. There, I listened to some mm. of the early stuff and, and tried to dig into it, and you know, clearly it's it's a band kind of finding their way. Um, but when I think they kind of hit the hit machine, like in early, you know, obviously those early songs like Sarah Smile, um, where you get sure. those those connections where his voice just absolutely kills it, right?
2: Right, right. With a woman's eye-
3: Watching in the
0: night
2: All alone with me I Were waiting for The sunlight I, When I feel cold
0: yeah, Light soul, by the way, ladies uh, and gentlemen Yeah, Light I, mean, I mean Yeah, he which, what I mean by that is that guy, I mean, he, uh, by the way, they had uh, only the third act to have simultaneously the number one song on the R&B charts and pop wow. charts.
3: <clears throat> yeah.
2: So, Kevin, back to <laughs> so their, how they're honing their craft.
3: Well, they, you know, it it really felt like a progression until the early 80s where it just seemed like they could do no wrong. Right, um, they had that huge string of hits, and you know, you can you can just all of them. Uh, you know, I, I rich girl, uh, man eater, <laughs> oh, make my dreams uh, man, come man-eaters. true, right? private eyes, uh, watching Well, the
0: uh, the uh, uh, what was the one that was actually the uh, well the six inch you. remix, the six minute remix. Well, sentence. that uh, one is
3: is my favorite. That's, that was the
0: one that was simultaneously I can't go on for both cards. That. Yeah.
2: that which is, I can't the go
0: mess. for that.
3: basically for Hall and Oates. I mean, they had so many hits uh, for, you know, and it's, they got cool again though. That's the thing. They were kind of out right. of style for a while, but You're then, right. Yeah, right? Like that.
2: something happened Like 10 years ago. Right. Picked, uh, that's what I was going to say.
3: Again. Right. Like, and so the first note I had for this was that, like cool factor, like the aging dad factor, like, you know, right. people who kind of fell mm-hmm. out of favor with them for a while, kind of picked them back up again because frankly the songs are really freaking good and they're, they're catchy amazing. right Absolutely. and like <laughs> there's their best songs rank up there and so in that way those are the songs that I'm happy to be caught at a stoplight singing at the top sure. of my lungs um, I got no right. problem and you know one of the things that I thought upped them really in the cool factor was the live at Daryl's house
2: oh right and I think that probably added to the renaissance with them too don't you think like oh my when that God. started coming out Well, and he was playing like connecting. people were tripping over themselves to play with him at his freaking house for you're Christ talking
3: say. about 10 years ago which is That's exactly food. how old that clip was that I sent you guys earlier this week which right. was him playing with Romeo and doing I can't go for that It was, I mean, it was a jam session in his home studio. It's brilliant. I don't know. I I love that thing. It's 10 years old and I can still come back to it and turn it on at any time of the day or night and just love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, So if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube. And put we'll, in live at Daryl's house. Chromeo. We'll send we'll, a link, or we'll link to it on yeah, the Facebook page. Yeah, we'll put. It's, and absolutely. the other, you know what? The other guilty pleasure that I honestly have to come forward with, that I did listen Laid to. out there, man. I did listen to, and honestly, it was. I saw. Uh, I saw a, f- a comment on the Facebook page, and it wasn't specifically the thing that drew me to listen to it, but it, I gave it a listen because I felt like it earned a listen, and that was a new Taylor Swift album. And okay. I, I thought it was pretty damn good. Um, I, it was way better than I anticipated it being. It was a well-constructed pop album with good songs and I didn't hate it.
1: Um, I have good, oh. I have like music listening friends that I respect who love the shit out of Dude, Taylor Swift. and I'll Swift. tell you, again, talk about <laughs> Which I,
3: I've never given it a go, so maybe I'll give it a This, it a this one is a good entry point, Let I would say. It's accessible. It sounds like, you know, it's, it, basically it's her kind of run through the National and Bon, bon treatment. So it's, you know... Okay. It's, uh, you know, yeah. I mean... And I love me some bony bear. <laughs> There's some stuff there to listen to. It's it's like I said. It's it's accessible. It's decent. Um, I guilty or not? Like I I'm not sure how much I'll come back to it, but I didn't. It was better. Like like I said. Like I listen to it, going okay. You know, this is all right. right. Yeah. And uh, talking about that's like the same idea.
2: Daryl Hall and John Oates like they sorted the formula to writing just like a perfect pop song and I'm pretty sure that Taylor Swift has got that shit sorted pretty well too yeah
3: those two guys were I mean they were among the best that ever lived at it you know and and the fact is that you know they're still kind of
0: fighting Michael Jackson most of the way too. Right. By the yeah, way. exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, he yeah. had, he, they were involved in Thriller Mania and Cock Blocked at number two several times.
2: <laughs> talking, talking about, talking about prolific pop songwriters, but y- you know what I'm saying? Not like, sure
3: that's what I'd call it. Andrew with Michael Jackson, huh? something blocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something <laughs> blocked. <laughs> Sorry, maybe pet, maybe Not Pet theme, Monkey but... blocked. <laughs> Bubbles. So Hall & Oates had, they had so many great pop songs. And they were, like you said, they were, biggest, I agree. they were, um, they were, you know, had they been. So what did
0: you think going into the Big Bam Boom era? era I'm sorry, what? You remember the Big Bam Boom era, which was kind of like there, we're absolutely on top oh, of yeah. shit. And they released this album like in 1984 or something, which is. More and more synth-oriented and uh, M-E-T-H-O-D-O-F-L-O-V-E, Method of Modern Love. That was a great tune. M E T H O D O F L O V E. -E 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 It actually is. L-O-V-E. lot of swing to it and uh what else was i adult education that was on there too i don't know i don't know if you remember that no no i think for cases. me it was apparent that they were uh females were quite partial to that music
3: i was quite the uh the hit uh consumer i yeah, think a hit, you, great, you know like kind of sure. a greatest hits kind i just of,
0: remember experiencing they were it, ubiquitous yeah.
3: on the radio though you couldn't drive yes, like no. 15 yeah, minutes across true. town without hearing them i mean honestly and, and they that, were on all the radio stations and
2: that's the thing they would be on like light fm that your mom was listening to but then they'd also play them on XRT exactly. or exactly
3: you the know Loop, like right? CI
2: or something right
3: yeah i mean they they were on two or three different stations they had absolutely. incredible crossover appeal um, totally. they were kind of like the eagles like that probably right sure journey yeah even more was really
2: right? another kid, yeah.
3: right good a ones. lot of those kind of bands that, that yeah they straddled a lot of lines especially their ballads you know Absolutely. Yeah. Those are all you know. You know, Lady Rock, Susan in, sitting in her <laughs> office in Topeka. Good idea. <laughs> would listen exactly. once a day. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. America. Yes, yes, yes. Horse with no name.
0: Right. <laughs> America. Travel through the uh, desert. Horse. I don't know. So there you go. You have our guilty pleasures. We have uh, Hall of Notes, just presented by Kevin. Blink one eighty two by Rob. Rob. Jed had Jameer and uh, somewhere in, up there, I had Gary Newman, uh, your, your friend of cards. So uh, check it all out, and uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. This has been the Music Challenge Podcast, episode two, currently season two. And uh, for all of us, I'm Andrew. And uh, good night. Take it easy. Night, guys. Good day.